Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast with your host, me, Tyler Penner. We are coming in here uh, from a week of holidays. We did. Uh, we took some time off. Took a little break from the grind. The grind of having to sit down and talk for one hour a week. I needed a break from that. You understand? I had to take some time off. It was wearing me out. It was a real... It was, it was just sucking my soul to come here once a week for one hour and dance like a fucking monkey for you people you understand i need a break from that once in a while i can't just put on my tap dancing shoes and come out here while you people throw nickels and tomatoes at me and be like look look i can't do that you understand i need a break from that I need to take care of myself, mental health shit, and that's what I've been doing for the past week or two, and that includes the Patreon people. Let's just face this. It was a Ponzi scheme the entire time. If you signed up for the Patreon, you're getting shafted left and right, and I'm not, I'm done lying about that. I'm done pretending that it's something other than what it is, which is a pyramid scheme to take your money. I suckered you in. And you got got. You got got. That's the bottom line. Can we just say that? Can you just take the got? You got got. You got got. And at the end of the day, I mean, everyone gets got once in a while, but man, you guys got got. <laughs> um, as per usual, we have done zero preparatory work uh, for this podcast um, other than uh, go to McDonald's and get a coffee. Hmm. Um, and uh, it's pretty good. McDonald's Monopoly is in full force. And should be told, I like the uh, McDonald's uh, Monopoly. I like the return on that investment better than I like the Tim Hortons. The roll up the rim. I mean, rolling up the rim is a pain in the ass as it is. Because you can only roll it up after you finished your coffee. And with the state of their fucking dog shit coffee lids, that thing is soaked. So it's really gross rolling that up. And sometimes it's not always easy. And you know you're going to lose. But you have to roll it up anyways because you're from Winnipeg and you're a cheapskate and you really have nothing going on in your life. And rolling up that rim is the only way that you can still get kicks without having a full-blown addiction. You know, you used to play the VLTs, but that got away from you and you got broke. Then you did a little bit of cocaine, that got away from you, and then you had a problem. Then you thought the drinking would be fine, but that got away from you, and now you ruin that for yourself. And you can't even smoke weed anymore, because back in the day you did that too much, and now every time you take a puff of a joint, you get super paranoid. Because you abused it, and you ruined it for yourself. So literally, the only kicks that you have left at your disposal are roll up the rim at Tim Hortons and masturbating. And now even the masturbating is becoming a problem. Because you're that low on the, you know, level of, of where to get your kicks from. I mean, where the fuck can you possibly have fun without it turning into an issue? And the answer is rolling up the rim to win. 
but even that's not fun because you're not winning. McDonald's, on the other hand, they at least give you a shot. You know what I mean? They, they kind of give you a fair shake. It feels like it, you know? Even if you don't win, you're not going to win the 25 grand. Oh, look, I got Park Play. Oh, look, I got Baffin Island. Oh, cool. I got uh, none of it. You didn't win. You're not going to win. But I got a free cheeseburger. McDonald's restaurant, November 27th. They're not giving you a big window to claim it in. I got $20 off. What did I get? What was that even? $20 photo prints. There are asterisks and crosses and conditions all over this thing. But who knows? And I started collecting points for McDonald's. I'm not even sure if that's worth it. I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. I mean, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing? This is what I wake up in the morning for? To peel off these game pieces? Something's got to change, man. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to drink water now. This podcast. This is a return episode again. All right? I just got back from holidays. Every time you go on holidays... And then you come back, that first day, there's no work being done. That first day is all about, oh, yeah, I work here. So like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is my life. That's the first day of when you return to holidays, to any job. No one expects you to do any work. That whole day is just like debriefing, you know? It's just a decompression thing. It's all about just like, oh, yeah, I know. On Monday, come to grips with your existence as a human being who works for this organization and will never have the free time to accomplish anything you really want to do creatively. Um, you've sold that out because you need to pay the rent. Come to grips with that. All right. And, you know, come to your existential grips. And then on Tuesday, uh, you can start the data entry. Okay, you can start typing in the numbers. On Tuesday, we'll work with Excel. Monday, just try not to kill yourself and try not to shoot up the office. Try not to kill Doug, the boss. Try to resist the urge to go to your car and grab that 38 snub nose and walk into the office, put it to his temple, and blow his brains out all over the color copier. Try to avoid doing that on Monday. And you have all Monday to do that. And then Tuesday, we will... Um, Open up QuickBooks. We'll see how that goes. So that's what this is. That's what this podcast is. Even though this is, I mean, it, I mean, how goddamn spoiled do you want to be? That literally, I mean, I've had, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm on a steady diet of government cheese. You understand? I'm on the EI train. And I am looking for work. But uh, I can't find any. And um, thankfully, they're there to support me during this difficult time. But uh, in the meantime, I mean, I've got really nothing to do other than uh, be creative, which, to be fair, I have been. I've been very creative. I bought some tea the other day. 
I drank some tea, peppermint and vanilla tea, and some apple cinnamon. And that, that's what I've been doing for the past two weeks. Been good. But today, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday was Halloween, um, which I, I hope the kids had fun. I don't, uh, I live in an apartment building, so I don't see any of the children. Um, although I gotta say, I saw a shit ton of kids today at McDonald's. I went there at the wrong time. I went there at 12.45, I guess it was lunch hour. That place looked like a goddamn elementary school field trip. I mean, there was kids packed in there. And... Normally, I shit on McDonald's. You know, if if I ask for a burger and a meal, I want that shit in my hand in 90 seconds. 90, you've got 90 seconds to prepare my full course meal. Otherwise, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, what? What do we, what's going on back there? I ordered three burgers, a poutine, a large Coke, and two coffees. What the fuck's the holdup? It's been it's been two minutes and 15 seconds. What are you doing? It's actually insane that they can prepare those burgers. In, you're literally getting a hamburger within two minutes. Here's your burger. Here's your lunch. Here's your, here's your entire meal. I'm like, that took a minute and 45 seconds. What the fuck kind of operation are you guys running over here? You guys fucking suck. Normally, I am impatient. I'm not impatient with the food anymore. With the food, it's fine. Take your time with the food. I understand you got to hey, get it right. Um, and normally, I give McDonald's employees shit. But I went to this McDonald's by my place the other day. And, uh, man... I forgot all the skip the dishes and the DoorDash orders they have. So they're doing all that. And then they're taking my order. And then they've got the mobile ordering thing. So I'm sitting behind the counter. And for a second I was thinking it took them like two minutes to come up and take my order. And I was already thinking in my fucking ADD brain. I was thinking, what the fuck is the fucking holdup back here? I want my coffee and my breakfast sandwich at 3 in the afternoon. And I want it now. Where the fuck are you? Then it dawned on me that for every person standing at the counter, there's actually five orders coming in from the ether. There's internet orders. uh, There's mobile orders. uh, There's orders all over the place that are coming in now. So anytime you're in a McDonald's and it's empty in there... Chances are they're fucking swamped. And I was thinking about this while I was in line. And I was wondering, I was like, there's no one fucking here. Why is everyone busting ass? Why is this guy sweating? And why does Linda over there by the deep fryer look like she wants to hang herself? And then it dawned on me. Yeah, man, it's a different, it's a different time. The walk-in customer. Sorry. The walk-in customer, he's a fucking idiot. That guy's an old school. He's a boomer. Everyone's looking at me, and they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I want to order a burger. And they're like, all right, you don't have a phone? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I guess not. Um, so I was like, you know what? It's time to give these McDonald's a break. You know, if it takes you three minutes to get me uh, two double quarter pounders, a large fry, a large Coke, two apple pies, two coffees, a vanilla frappuccino, a chai tea latte, and a fucking donut. <laughs> then if it takes three minutes to do that, I'll let it slide. Because I know you've got your... you got a lot of shit on your plate. But today, man, those kids were insane. And I was like, man, it must be fucking annoying for the staff to have to serve all these goddamn kids. They come in there. They all come in at the same time. They're all like, how much is a cheeseburger? How much is a double cheeseburger? How much is a hamburger? How much is a hamburger? Braden! 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 A hamburger's... Braden! A hamburger's only a dollar eighty-nine. Dollar eighty-nine. Braden! <laughs> and I'm standing back there. I'm like, all right. But anyways, uh, I thought that they would be pissed at doing this. The manager looked happy as shit, and why not? There's literally 40 kids um, in that place. They're all going to spend four bucks on various shit. Real kid shit. Like, it's freezing outside. Some kid's gotten two ice cream cones. I'm like, this kid's fucking leave. Go to school. <laughs> so, hey. I mean, kids are kids. Happy Halloween. I never dressed up as a kid as Halloween. I went as a native one time. I really did. I got this. Uh, <laughs> and I think there's pictures of it. If you ever want to cancel me, just go to my mom. She's more than willing to assist you in canceling me. But when we were in Paraguay, we got this uh, native headdress with the feathers. Because it was the 90s. It was fine. We, uh, we didn't have cable television, so we didn't know it was a problem, you know. We were kind of just in our, so I wore that, and I did, wow, now that I look back on it, problematic stuff, Oof, really bad stuff with that uh, um, native costume, um, aboriginal costume, I guess, because it wasn't, it wasn't uh, Native Canadians or Native Americans, it was a Native, uh, the Guarani people of the Chaco Desert region in South America that I was... Uh, lampooning <laughs> um but that was one of the only times i dressed up one of the only times i dressed up for halloween was to uh, uh do some racially offensive material i don't know what that says about me i think it says more than you know about my parents than me i was just a kid all right i was only 17 <laughs> my parents they should have known better Um, but it was a good-natured, um, offensive costume. Like, one of those heartwarming moments about the, uh, Black Lives Matter protests was when that guy in the, in Toronto, when he showed up in complete blackface, like, dark blackface, like, black body, actually, and, uh, everyone went up to him, like, what the fuck is your fucking, are you fucking kidding and then the guy was like what i just and then everyone just found out that he was just like he was actually like really good natured he just wanted to support the cause 
and he genuinely thought that that was a that was how he would show his solidarity so everyone just kind of let him slide and everyone's like all right man uh no i get it it's just that's not that's not cool you can't do that it's 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 offensive but thanks for i yeah thank you for you know supporting we get it but you can't do that and he was like oh okay oh, i'm sorry i didn't mean anything everyone's like yeah it's it's okay hey one of the most heartwarming moments is that they didn't swarm him and kick the shit out of him. That they were like, oh, he's just a, he's just a, he, he's just a, not that smart. <laughs> and that was good. Sometimes people aren't smart. They do stupid shit. Not because they're mean or malicious. They just, uh, they're not hip to what the, uh, they have good intentions and bad execution. That's my favorite type of person. Because they do hilarious shit, and you can't nail their ass to the wall for it. It's fucking great. Now, what the fuck are we even going to talk about for this goddamn podcast? Halloween, I was going to talk. I never dressed up. People dressed up. Um, I dressed up one. There was one other time I dressed up in uh, Niverville Collegiate Institute. Me and my boys, Eric and Chris, started a band called Hellfire 666, and it was a great band, very controversial for Niverville, which is at that point a predominantly Christian Mennonite town. Now it's just a Winnipeg suburb. It's just one of the, it's just, it, it went from a cute and quaint Mennonite Christian town, real salt of the earth, pretty problematic in hindsight, but actually like just one of those uh, good salt of the earth, good-hearted communities where the Christians uh, all came together. They had 17 different churches in that town, and they would all come together to worship the one true God, and anyone who wasn't on board, well, they can go kick rocks and smoke weed at Hespler. And I played both sides like a fiddle. I was high as shit sitting in church. Niverville now is just uh it's just a godless wasteland. They've got a Dairy Queen. That was all that's all she wrote for that fucking town. As soon as that Dairy Queen and that Tim Hortons moved in, fucking good night. That's it. We used to, they used to have a chicken chef. Chicken chef was the place. You go there, right? And you talk shit about other people in the town and and then you talk about you do what we did. Go in there hungover, get some pancakes, and um, try to make sure your girlfriend's parents didn't see you there reeking of booze with your head in a cup of coffee. But now, it, that town has no direction. They don't know what they're doing. It's ugly as shit. I don't know any of the people there. Most of them aren't Mennonite. 90% of that town doesn't even speak low German anymore. I'm like, is this even Niverville? Fucking Lorette. Like Il Duchesne over here. Let two more Frenchies in this fucking place. This won't even be... We can't even call this Niverville anymore. What is this? Kleefeld? Mitchell? Huh? It's bordering on Steinbeck. And you all know, if you've ever listened to the podcast before, you know my theories on Steinbeck. I.E. it should be nuked. That town needs to be raised into a dirt farm. Bulldozed over. Erased from the history books, never to be spoken again. 
Where would the people go? The ones that survive? I don't know. I don't care. But one needs to let them know that even uttering the name Steinbeck again under the new regime, severe penalties. But back in the day when Niverville was hardcore Christian, uh, the band Hellfire 666 really caused some shockwaves there. We had a uh, we had a song called Fuck. Uh, our lyricist of the band, one of the most controversial lines uh, was, I only like white people. You understand? It was a very cutting-edge band. And of course, this was all done in, uh, we were just trying to expose the hypocrisy and the evils within people, you know? Turn a mirror to society, man. Look at yourself. Oh, we're the bad guys? Well, this is what you do every day. That's what we were doing, Hellfire 666. Actually, no, it was Satan Hellfire 666, now that I think about it. Yeah, we definitely had the name Satan in the group. But anyways, we dressed up one time for Halloween. We went to school, and I had a domo jumpsuit. And when you covered up the domo logo, it looked a lot like a Slipknot jumpsuit, if you know the band Slipknot. And I spray-painted the word 666 on there. And uh, within half an hour of arriving at school, uh, numerous complaints had been lodged, and the principal uh, made me take it off. Couldn't even do that. And I think that was the last time I dressed up. I'm like, if I can't pretend that I'm in a devil-worshipping new metal group, then what the fuck's the point of Halloween? This is bullshit. But then I realized, oh yeah, the point is candy. Candy is the point. And actually, high school, uh, we did some cool shit in high school, actually, in regards to candy. There's this guy named Gord Craker. Shout out to Gord Craker. That guy's a true businessman, even in grade 12. Neverville had a, a high school canteen. They had a canteen there, charging prices. Gord had a line somehow to get wholesale candy for cheap and he could pick up whatever you wanted he had chocolate bars he had fuzzy peaches skittles starburst he had whatever you needed and he took requests and let me tell you i requested shit he also started bringing a cooler of drinks that he would keep cold and better than this where instead of going to the cantina waiting in line, you could just talk to Gord during class and he would get that shit ready for you at break. Okay, better than that, uh, Gord undercut the canteen's prices like crazy and word spread. And Gord's locker had a, a pile of kids hanging around him just buying shit. And Gord, I don't know if he was making money or not, uh, but he was definitely taking business away from the high school canteen. It was legendary shit. Real, real stick it to the man shit. It, it was still, it's one of the coolest things ever. And that's also where I learned about uh, debt. Because uh, Gord uh, had a, a very uh, lenient credit policy where he would let you put shit on a tab. 
and I started running up a tab in no time. And before I knew it, my tab was up to 80 bucks, which in high school, that, that, might, that, that might as well be $300,000. I don't have $80. Fucking kidding. I'll never have $80. I never have had $80 at one time. You understand? And I never paid Gord back. That was the first loan I defaulted on. Real piece of shit move. Not the last loan I've defaulted on, but uh, Gord in his... Uh, and I think later in the years I did e-transfer Gord. He never accepted the e-transfer. He refused to do it because he was like, Tyler, I've forgiven your debt. He forgave the debt and he refused to let me pay off the debt. That's what a good guy... Gord Craker is, is that he was so good, he made up for what a piece of shit I was. You understand? This is a good man. It's like gangs in New York. This is a very wise man. You understand? And it's actually bullshit how they treated Gord. It's actually horseshit what they did to him. The principal came up to him one day and just told him to shut it down. And this pissed everyone off. But he had to do that because... The canteen was really suffering. Like, there was a noticeable decline. No one was going to the canteen, the school canteen. Everyone was going to Gord's locker. And Coster, the principal, Coster, who single-handedly is responsible for allowing me to graduate. I have no business graduating from high school. Um, I did zero work in my last year and a half there, and they still passed me. It's a testament to how bad the schooling system is, the fact that I graduated. Um, but they just shut him down. And to his credit, he did buy out Gord's supply. He bought out Gord's supply of candy and drinks and stuff like that. Uh, but this infuriated me to the point where I went to the school library computer and started typing up propaganda posters <laughs> to hang up in class. And I was going to do this. And I typed up one poster where I referenced uh, Kristallnacht from Nazi Germany. <laughs> True story. Where they smashed all the Jewish stores and um, refused to allow uh, Jews to sell in the class. And I said, I typed this up and then I said, sound familiar? And then I was going to hang it up uh, in the classrooms. And I actually started, um, you know, a uh, terrorist organization. Yeah. It was called October 13 or something like that. It was like a, I wanted to start a resistance organization, terrorist organization. This is grade 12 high school. You understand? I had this paramilitary shit, this paramilitary org that I'm starting. This is nothing new. I've had this in the works since high school. But as I was typing up and I was Googling swastikas to put on the poster, um, the math teacher, Mr. Cumming, came by and said, I don't know if that's such a good idea. And then uh, I decided not doing it. But make no mistake about it. Uh, Gord Craker's the man, and I've always been a terrorist. That's a lesson of that story. But that was so cool. He beat the canteen, you understand? He beat the system. He fucked the man over. At his own gang. Until the man had to come crawling to him and buy him out. Goddamn right you're going to write me a check, Coster. You get shit for free here. You're charging outrageous prices. 
And you know what? Gord should have held out, actually. Sorry, Gord. You should have held out. Should have been like, no, you're not buying me out. But then again, Coster represented the government. He represented the state, so they could have just shut him down either. So he might as well take the buyout. At least he gets something there. See, just like true capitalism. They will fuck you one way or the other. There's no there's no winning. There's no beating the man. You just got to try to, uh, you know, slow him down. But there's no slowing him down. We're fucked. Just like Gord got fucked. Gord's like some cool computer programmer in his fucking basement. And Coster's Google. Just buying shit up. Speaking of Google. Google, what's in the news? Let's see what's under for you. Let's see what Google thinks I should know. Euler's perfetti among four Jets players wearing neck guards in practice. Okay, good. So the um, uh, Google thinks I'm an idiot who just wants to look for hockey highlights. Yeah, it's giving me mostly sports. All right, Google kind of knows me. Uh, it's got some celebrity stuff. It thinks, yeah, I'm not. It's giving me zero current events. I don't even know what's happening in Israel and Gaza right now. Uh, but, uh, NHL strongly recommending the use of neck guards. Oh, cause some guy died from a neck cut. I don't, I don't know why we're talking about this. Let's see what's going on in Gaza. I haven't checked it out in a while. Inhumane. World reacts to Israel attacks on Jabalia refugee camp. Again, I don't want to know this. Entertainment news. Friends creators recall last conversation with Matthew Perry. Oh, shit. Matthew Perry died? Wow. Oh, man, that's so bad. Look at the Globe and Mail opinion, the one where Matthew Perry dies. That seems in poor taste. Um... How did he die? Let's just Google that. How did Matthew Perry die? That's crazy that... Uh, he drowned in the tub. Apparent drowning in a jacuzzi. The guy was high on heroin, man. Matthew Perry loved the opiates. To the point where he went on talk show after talk show talking about how bad they are. And that's when you know you love something. Is when you're talking about how fucking bad it is. Because if you're still doing it, it. Most people who know something's bad, they're just like. Alright, it's bad. I'm just not going to do it. It's not in my life. It's not in my, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Once you start going on, like Matthew Perry. Going on talk shows. Being like, heroin is so bad. Oh, God, it's bad. This shit is bad. Then, you know, you're like, oh, this guy loves heroin. Um, But that sucks, dude. Uh, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Actually, super funny, dude. Chandler was great. Chandler was one of the great sitcom characters. Friends, um, also really good show. At least they had some really good seasons. Seasons two through five, I would say, were really good. Um, and they were on at the same time as Seinfeld. 
So quality-wise, everyone compares Friends to Seinfeld, which there's no fucking comparison. Seinfeld destroys everything, minus It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That comes close to it, but everything else, I mean, Seinfeld just ruins it. Friends, though, on its own, not being compared to anything, really decent show. Really had a funny couple of seasons. Good writing, funny shit. And people lump it in with Big Brother, Big Brother, Big Bang Theory, and How I Met Your Mother. No fucking comparison. Um, Anyways, I don't want to talk about this. I don't know what the fuck to talk about. Let's have some dead air. Let's just spend some time alone. You know, in the first couple of episodes of this podcast, we were completely comfortable with just having extended periods of dead air. Extended periods of dead air. And not only was I not afraid to do that, um, it was actually part of the charm of this podcast. You get a break from the talking. You understand? Because if you're listening to this, you might be at the gym, you know, you might be uh, swimming. You might be uh, cross-country skiing. You might be cleaning the house. You might be on all fours scraping the urine from beside the toilet bowl. I don't know what you're doing. But you understand, you don't need to be talking all the time. You really don't. You don't need to have some schlub in your ear. (laughs) Another thing. Like some podcasts do. Rank these top fucking five fast food restaurants. But you don't know what's coming next. Taco Bell. Uh, four. Uh, Arby's. Uh, two. Uh, In-N-Out. Oh, man. This is hard. You don't need filler content. If it's not organic, then what are we doing? You think I'm ever going to do prep work for this podcast and take it to the next level? It's never going to happen. This podcast is going to gain cult status. You understand? We're going to remain a cult hit. I just have to release a certain couple of TikTok videos um, that will go viral. What could we do for a viral video? Because I don't want to start talking about shit just to get viral. You understand? But there is a way where we could uh, go viral naturally. Let's ask ChatGPT. Because it's AI knows what's going viral. They've got the data to prove how something goes viral. Uh, hey, chatbot. Um, give me an idea for a viral video, for a viral TikTok.
Here we go. ChatGPT, it's thinking. Certainly, here's a potential for uh, a viral TikTok life hack challenge. Create a TikTok challenge where you and your friends or followers share their most creative and useful life hacks. Life hacks are clever and unconventional ways to make everyday tasks easier. You can encourage people to share everything from cooking tips to cleaning shortcuts, organization tricks, and more. Start by posting your own life hack video, showcasing a unique and helpful tip. For example, how to fold clothes more efficiently or a quick kitchen hack for peeling garlic. Use a catchy hashtag to promote the challenge like life hack challenge or hack your life. All right, here's a life hack for you. Uh, you know, lie, lie to people, <laughs> lie to people all the time. Um, yeah, just lie. And not on the serious shit, not on the serious shit. Uh, but the real, the heavy stuff. I mean, you gotta, you gotta own up. You can't lie about big stuff that's going to significantly impact someone else's life but if you have little shit all right sometimes it takes too much time to explain what's actually going on so you will just lie to just end the conversation you understand is that even a lie people call that a white lie what is a white lie. A white lie is a relatively harmless or trivial falsehood, often told to avoid hurting someone's feelings, maintain social harmony, or for other benevolent reasons. Yeah, people need to white lie more often. People tell, they, 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 at some point, Keeping it real, that caught on. Keeping it real is just, for the most part, is just you being a dick. For the most part. I mean, if you want to keep it real, you know, sometimes you have to keep it real. If someone's disrespecting you, but you got to keep it real. Uh, but um, if someone's like, hey, man, like, I drew this picture, you got to be like, nah, I don't like it. Doesn't do it for me. No, man, it's dog shit, dude. I don't know, dude. It's all fucked up. It's not, it's not, I don't know why I'm doing that voice. But, you know, they're, and then you'll be like, oh, I thought that I, I tried really hard on it. Well, I'll try harder because that shit sucks. That painting blows. It's really bad. I know you're only eight years old, but that shit sucks. All right. Even for eight years old. I'm not comparing your painting to my painting. I'm comparing your painting to to the another painting of another eight-year-old, and that shit fucking sucks. You suck. You're bad. You're not good. That's not a good drawing. I've seen other eight-year-old kids draw a little cube house, and they did it really good. Your dimensions are all fucked up. That house makes no fucking sense. You got smoke coming straight out of the roof. You didn't even draw a fucking chimney, okay? You got an apple tree in the yard. There's a banana hanging from it. Do you know what a banana tree looks like? you have any idea? Have you ever seen an actual banana tree? And then you've got snow on the ground. 
So there's a ripe banana hanging off a tree, which is impossible in the first place, yet you've got snow on the ground as if a banana could be nice and yellow and ripe in those kind of conditions. Are you fucking retarded? Are you fucking dumb? I know you're only eight years old. Again, comparing you to other eight-year-olds, that shit sucks. You're dumb compared to other eight-year-olds. And you've got a dog. Why does that dog have five legs? Are you living close to Chernobyl? The fuck's going on with the dog? You've got a car in the yard, all right? Yet you don't have a garage. So this is a massive house with a banana tree in the front yard and a five-legged dog, and yet that car doesn't have a garage. That's what I'm supposed to believe. Whose house is this? What are you doing? That's an example. You kept it real. You're keeping it real. You're speaking your mind. But maybe just be like, yeah, all right, Timmy. Nice drawing. Fuck off. Like my dad did. Nice drawing. I like it. Good for you. Go away. <laughs> it really, it was really. When my dad wasn't, I've said this before, when my dad wasn't um, having full down, full-blown rage meltdowns, he was great. Just a stable figure in a chair like this. This is my dad. And but he's just a rock. He's there like this all the time. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. Sorry about that. I ran out of space. My iPhone is like, sorry, you've got too many old photos of your mom's dog to keep podcasting. Guess that's a fucking career for you. Guess that's all she wrote. Sorry. Sorry about that. That's the iCloud for you. Oh, dude, we got this great thing where we sync all your devices. It's, oh, man, it is so awesome. You, you won't believe it. So we'll take the photos on your phone. We'll automatically store those same photos on your laptop. And then we'll store it all on the iCloud as well. So every time you want those photos, all you got to do is download them from the iCloud and then they'll be on your phone. Yeah, those same pictures that are already on your phone, you just got to download them again. And then we'll put them on all these devices until all the devices are full. It's a great system. I don't need um, 14 copies of a screenshot I took of someone's Facebook meltdown. Okay, I don't need that. So anyways, I've spent the last two hours deleting photos and backing it up on a hard drive. So I can save all those precious memories and I can keep delivering this gold content like you people want it. And I'm not even sure that this is even going to work. Who knows? This might not work. It might not. I don't know. Do you care? Don't just say you fucking care. Do you actually care? I want to know what you actually think. You're always, every time I ask you if you care, you're always like, yeah, yeah, of course I do. But do you actually? Because that's what I'm trying. I don't want to hear that you do care. I want to know whether or not you do care. I don't want to just, don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me the truth so that we can work on that. That's more important than just, you know, if you don't care, then we've got bigger problems. If you don't care about this podcast, then then we've got issues. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't want you to care if you don't actually care. 
You know what I mean? I'm not trying to get you to care. If you don't care, then we've got to talk about, we've got a bigger problem. You know? I, just, I, I don't want you to just smile and go, yeah. I want you to fucking be re keep it real. Keep it real with me, you fucking phonies. Um, I think we were, I was talking about my dad. That's my dad in his chair. And he's a rock. He's a fucking rock. Um, stable. That's what you want out of a dad. See those dads in parks and shit, and they're just like throwing the ball around with the kid, and they're like, you know, really involved. They're great fathers. Not into it. Not into that style of fathering. Fuck off. Go barbecue the meat and then grab a beer. Sit down and watch the game. I'll entertain myself. Yeah, I'm kicking on the ball alone in the yard by myself. I don't need company. I don't want company. I do not want you out here. I don't want to be playing with you. All right? You've given me one too many whippings that now I'm all of a sudden, yeah, let's let's kick the ball around. No. That's not what I want out of a dad. What I want out of a dad is you to park your ass in there, have a couple of beers until you're nice and loose. I walk in, I borrow five bucks, and then I love you. Then you're great. You know what I mean? You crack the whip, you go out, you make the money, you're taking care of it. That's you. You're that's enough. I don't need you to play the ball with me. What are you gonna do? You gonna shoot the ball around? You think I want you here in this garage shooting, playing floor hockey with me? I do not want that. That would piss me off. Go back inside. And Dad always did. He was good at that. Um, but I don't know why I was talking about that. And I don't know where we are. I don't know. I have zero idea of where we are now in the podcast. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Let's take a look at the computer. See what that has to say. Yeah, see, now it is much cleaner. I will say that. Uh, this episode's been awful. I'm going to get a coffee and an oat bar. Fuck it. Let's come up with a story idea. Let's come up with a movie idea. I've been looking at movies and stuff like that. I have a hard time giving new movies a chance. It's like a fucking two-hour investment. And in today's uh, ADHD TikTok world, I ain't got the fucking time for that. I don't have the time for that. Okay? You think I'm going to invest in your story that may or may not pop off? Are you kidding me? I can go on TikTok right now and see some lady with heaving breasts cooking a spaghetti dinner. You understand that? Oh, you've got a crime drama. It's dark and gritty. Oh, wow. What's the runtime on that? 172 minutes? Neat. I'm going to go on Instagram and I'm going to watch, you know, a monkey throwing its feces at tourists in Germany. And I'm, I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to laugh, but I'm not going to like the content. Because I don't want the algorithm figuring out what I like and what I don't like. That algorithm's a real bitch. Maybe we can do that.
there's a horror movie with the algorithm. You know, it was a good episode, that episode of Black Mirror, where people were, like, voting on, like, kill or don't kill. You know what I mean? And they would thumbs up the vote to whoever would kill, and that person would die. But then people didn't know that as soon as you pl took part in the game, the guy released all the robot bees and then killed all the people who voted. That sounds really dumb when I say it like that, but it was actually a cool episode. So maybe the algorithm could take human form. The algorithm takes human form, right? And it's a robot. It's a serial killer algorithm, right? And some guy fucked with the programming. So just as random as videos go viral, um, there are a couple of seemingly completely random triggers that triggers this human version of the algorithm that causes him or her to go around and murder those people. And it will be called the killer algorithm. That's the story. So this algorithm is just walking around, and then the person at the store is like, "Hey, can I get um, uh, can I get a pack of uh, Canadian Classics regular?" And uh, you guys don't have any Orange Crush anymore, do you? No, I saw it. there's some, you have Grape Crush. You don't have Orange Crush. <laughs> I don't. What are we? Come on, man. How do you have grape crush and not orange crush? That's crazy. Orange should be the staple. You have grape, you don't have orange. No, I saw the cream soda. I don't know why you're bringing that up. That has nothing to do with anything right now. I'm not talking about the cream soda. The cream soda, it's fine. It's not. It's irrelevant. No, I know. You brought it up. You brought up the cream soda. All right? I'm, t I'm not talking about cream soda. You said, like, hey, we have cream soda, as if it had anything to do with the conversation I was just having. I'm talking about the fact, the, 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 the peculiarity, peculiarity? I'm not going to look that up right now, but of, of you having Grape Crush, which is a fairly, I would say, low-selling product, and not carrying Orange Crush, which is the drink that carries the entire crush franchise that's what i was talking about <laughs> i know but what are you bringing up cream soda for yeah fine that's not even okay fine i'm not all right man fuck it hey stop talking now stop talking i'm over the crush i just wanted to know if you had orange crush and then i just Hey, dude, if you mention that cream soda one more fucking time, I will never come back in the store. Do you understand that? Do you, I'm in here every fucking day. I'm picking up little shit. And granted, I'm not spending a ton of money. But at the same time, I am here. I'm a, I'm a customer. Do you really want to fuck this up right now over a can of cream soda? Okay, then stop bringing it up. Dude. Just give me the fucking smokes. Can I just get the smokes, please? No, I don't want king-sized. I want regular. Canadian Classics. Canadian Classics Original. That's a smooth on it. That's weird, because every time I get Canadian Classics Original, regular, they don't have the word fucking smooth on the goddamn package. 
Yeah, I'm fucking pissed off now. I'm talking about Orange, orange Crush. You keep bringing up cream soda. You're not hearing me. That's what I'm pissed off about. You're not listening to what I'm telling you. All right? And you, you seem to be taking it personally that you don't have Orange Crush. I just wanted to know why and why you have Grape Crush. Like maybe everyone bought the Orange Crush and no one has bought the Grape Crush. That makes perfect sense to me. Is that what happened? That's not what happened? Okay, then what the, what the fuck happened? You ordered Grape Crush and you didn't over, order Orange Crush. Dude, again, I, I'm not talking about cream soda. What the, just the smokes, just the smokes. I'm done having this conversation with you. This is crazy. And then the algorithm kills the guy, you know, something like that. It, it's got a, it's got a lot of, uh, <laughs> it's got a lot of potential there. It's one of those slow burn horror movies. It's not a jump scare movie. It's a, you know, kind of like Rosemary's Baby, nice and slow. Just a soft bath, and then before you know it, the water's boiling. Um, yeah, killer algorithm. But so I have a hard time getting into new movies. But I should tr give them a chance. There's got to be some good movies out there. But again, I just don't understand why I would watch a movie, watch a film that someone worked on and made and spent a lot of time trying to perfect when I can just go on TikTok live and see some giant lady with heaving breasts uh, talking about Bitcoin. You know? Why would I do that? Why would I go to the theater when I can go on TikTok live and see some morbidly obese man who's living out of a derelict trailer uh talking about the um, war in Israel. Why would I do that? I don't know. And neither do you. There is no answer for that. So let's just move on. Um, that's the podcast. I, uh, yeah, shout out to, I'm not feeling good again, man. I was feeling great. I had a couple, I had a week and a half, dude. This last week and a half, I've been on fucking fire. Not productive, but just feeling great. Sitting in my chair doing nothing and still feeling just fantastic. I'm just like, ah. but, um, man. Last night, I was in bed. I was watching Goodfellas for the 19th fucking time. And I felt that stone turn. I still have a stone in my bile duct. And that stone went, boop. And I was like, ah. And then I went, and then I went, ah. And then I went, and then I went, and it was a whole thing. It was bad. And today, I don't know, man. We might hit up the T3 train. Mash them up. Snort them up, shoot them up. Just as a 15 gauge syringe to my jugular filled with T3s. <sighs> Who knows? Or I might not. I might drink a cup of tea. I'm a big tea guy now. Oh boy. Shout out to.
Well, shout out to pancakes in general. Pancakes are so good. And, uh, man, they're really good. And that's the podcast. No, shout out to Smitty's, man. Smitty's is pretty good. As far as, like, that breakfast chain shit, I remember back in the day, me and my boys in the Buttermilk 5 used to uh, go to Perkins all the time. And we used to get, uh, they, they had a breakfast platter there called the Tremendous 12. And let me tell you, that Tremendous 12 was great. Three links of sausage, three slices of bacon, three eggs, three pancakes, hash browns, giant slice of ham. It was a fucking debacle of a meal. Two days worth of calories in one breakfast. But... They knew how to do it, and they knew how to make a pancake, which is where me and my high school gang got our name from, the Buttermilk Five. They used to have a thing called the Buttermilk Five. You got five giant fucking pancakes. Oh, God, was that good. And then Perkins went and shut down. They were like, fuck Winnipeg. This town's a dump. Let's get out of here. And then, um, but Smitty's is hanging around. They're like, oh, it's not so bad. And, um, yeah, Smitty's makes a good, they made a, they, they make a spinach Swiss omelet. Which is incredible. And I hate spinach. And I hate Swiss cheese. I hate both of those things. I love this omelet though. Their hash brown leaves something to be desired. Shredded hash browns. It's just oil scrapings from the bottom of the deep fryer. The fuck are you doing, Smitty's? And they always give you like a fist. That's how many hash browns you get. It's like a fist. Like, fucker, these are shredded potatoes. Like, if you're going to load me up on something, load me up on the hash browns. What, you're watching your potato output? You're worried about how many potatoes you're spending? Oh, God, watch the hash browns. Measure out the hash browns. Hash browns are a gimme. Hash browns are nothing. You might as well be shredding up newspaper. Hash browns are nothing. Potatoes are like negative three cents a piece. Can you load me up on the hash browns? Smitty's very chintzy on the uh, hash browns. Where, where does the word chintzy coming from? Because I used to use that all the time. And if it's a racial slur, I'm going to be real pissed. Because I am not stopping to say it. I'm not going to stop saying it. Chintzy. Of like or decorated with chintz. Cheap and of poor quality. Chintzy. Oh, that's a weird way of saying that. Chintzy. 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 Okay, cool. It's not a racial slur. It's British. It's a British term. Um, what's the origin of chintzy? The term chintzy is attributed to novelist George Eliot, who in 1851 wrote about muslin fabric to her sister, saying, The quality of the spotted one is best, but the effect is chintzy. This is believed to have been said about cheap British imitations of real chintz, which became common at the time. What is chintz? Uh, is a woodblock printed, painted, stained, or glazed calico textile that originated in Gal Golconda, present-day Hyderabad, India. Whatever. Anyways, give me some goddamn hash browns. Okay, just fucking load me up. But anyway, Smitty's makes a hell of a pancake. A, a little chintzy on the pancakes too, though. They're the size of my hand. You know? 
it's like round, but it's like, you know, it's like those little McDonald's flapjacks. You're just like, <laughs> I want the big fucking, you know, the bed sheet. I want the bed sheet pancake when I get fucking pancakes. I'm paying $22 for this breakfast, pal. I want a big pancake. But shout out to Smitty's. Shout out to Sal's, too. Sal's is pretty good. Underrated. They used to be the cheap place, but you got dog shit food. Now their food's better, but now they're no longer the cheap place. What's going on? There it is. That's that TikTok viral. TikTok viral clip right there. It's Tyler Penner's controversial views on Sal's. They used to be cheap and bad, but now they're good, but they're no longer cheap. Oh, man. It's crazy out there. Oh, next shout out to, uh, I haven't been really listening to any music lately. Yeah, nothing to really report. Shout out to the show review though with Andy Daly, Andrew Daly. Holy shit. That's a funny show. And that show has been out for a while. Same production company as Nathan for you. And, um, I think it has at least a few of the same writers, same of the guys working on the crew. Because they, it's got a very similar feel to Nathan for you. But this is, it's fucking hilarious. And that's where I got the idea for shutting out pancakes. Because he eats pancakes in one of those episodes. And Andrew Daly is hilarious. So go check it out. Um, and last but not least, shout out to, uh, I haven't really seen anybody. I haven't really seen anybody lately. And truth be told, I love it. I like it. God knows I needed a break. Needed a break from all you fucking animals out there. Fucking my shit up. I'm just kidding. You're great. Uh, but shout out to... Um, shout out to some alone time. If you can get alone, if you can be alone, it's pretty good. Not for extended periods of time. There always comes a point where you start getting weird with it. And then you're unable to socialize. See your friends again. You're like, hey, how's it going? I was like, hey, man, where you been? And you're like, huh, what? Huh? Uh, what? And they're just like, how are you? How are you doing? Are you good? Uh, yeah. W why? And they're just like, not nothing, man. I just I haven't seen you in a while, man. What have you been up to? You know, I don't know. <laughs> what have you been up to? Just hanging out, man. Where you been? You all right? You taking care of yourself now? Yeah. All right. All good seeing you, man. You too. You know, it just gets weird. It's conversations like that. It gets really awkward and weird. You see people. They've got isolation syndrome. They're not used to social. They're used to being in their fucking brain. La la land all fucking day. They're not used to. Oh, yeah, no, that's all bullshit. That's all in here. Uh, there's other people in the world and they're having fun and they mean well. But before you get to that point, you spend some alone time, it's a really good time. It's a really good time. You don't answer to anybody. You don't give a fuck about anybody. It's just you. It's just you and your hash browns. It's a great time. I love it. It's been too long since I've had it. And, uh, yeah. I think it's going to be good. I'm going to fucking hatch right around Christmas. I'll come back out into the world. 
is this focused or not? God damn this fucking thing. I fucking hate technology, and I love you. Um, but shout out to Benji Rosman, who is getting hitched. And he's got a social um, coming up this weekend at the Park Theater. And the reason I mention this, not because he's getting married. I don't give a fuck about that, and neither does anyone else. No one cares about Benji's love or his happiness. I don't. Neither do you. Neither does Benji, for that matter. But the what the the reason I'm bringing this up, though, he's got one of the cooler social ideas uh, that I've ever seen. Most socials, if you don't know what a social is, you're watching this. If you're one of my fans in uh, Paris or Tokyo or um, I don't know Cape Town, uh, Buenos Aires, uh, or the unfortunate group of followers that I have in Uzbekistan who are just absolutely waging a bloodbath in my name. Please stop. For the love of God. I saw that beheading video you sent me the other day. I don't know why you guys were laughing, but that was not funny. You need to stop using my name when you do shit like that. All right? Please. But anyways, um, Benji's social is like a wrestling-themed social. It's going to be great. And there may even be wrestling there. I don't know. But uh, that's a cool idea for a social. If you don't know what a social is, uh, social is usually just you go there, there's music playing, there's booze, and then there's prizes. You put them in there, and you're just drinking and dancing with people. And um, all the money you spend goes to the couple. All the prizes that are donated by friends of the couple, and then you win them, but you put in money to buy tickets. That all goes to the couple. And then um, at the end... The, we have a little thing. It's for, uh, you know, all the bridesmaids go on stage. And then it's the law of prima nocta, right? So uh, various men uh, put in a raffle and then they get to purchase one of the uh, bridesmaids and they become their uh, concubines or slaves, what have you. Uh, usually uh, kept in small rooms, cages. Uh, for you know, various uh, domestic duties, both um, sexual and non. And um, and that's pretty much your standard Winnipeg social. Uh, Benji changes the game. There's been little variations. We've done comedy socials. People write, it's a social. It's a show and a social. I hate that. Can't say that word, social. Uh, but this is a wrestling-themed social, one of the better ones. And I might crawl out of my den of iniquity to go check this thing out. Because if there's going to be someone doing a table spot at that fucking thing, I'll be damned if it ain't me. Damned, I tell you. Damn. Damn opposed. Damn, damn, damn opposed. Uh, that's pretty much the podcast. I feel like you guys got chintzed. Today. You did. We all got chinsed. We chinsed each other out. And I've been chinsing you for a while. And it's not going to stop. You understand? It's not going to stop. I'm not going to stop chinsing you. Ever. Alright? Just like Gord Craker. I'm going to take your fuzzy peaches. I'm going to take your Twixes. And your Mars bars. And uh, your Mirage. Which is an underrated chocolate bar. Arrow gets all the love. In, in, from the... Uh, uh, bubbly chocolate crew mirage gets slept on mirage is the real thing mirage is the real deal you want milk chocolate with bubbles in there you go to mirage what are you doing with arrow oh really you like arrow 
that's, I don't know, fine. But anyways, I take that candy. Gord's like, hey, can I get some money for my product? I'm like, fuck you. And then I just walk. That's how I do. I go to the bank. Can I please have some money? And they're like, here you go. Here's a little bit. I'm like, thanks. They're like, can we? when can we get that back? I'm like, fuck you. Never getting it back. You know? I go up to my mom. I steal her medication out of her purse. You know what I mean? The shit that she needs. She's like, Tyler, why are you taking my pills? And I'm like, because I want to get a fucking buzz on. It's Friday. She's like, I need those to live. And I'm like, fuck you. These are mine now. You're not getting them back. (sighs) And then I go up to you guys. And I'm like, oh, you wanted a podcast? Patrons, you want $5 a month? Fuck you. You ain't getting shit. Taking your money. Going straight to the bank. Different bank. The other banks won't talk to me anymore. They won't even let me in the place. Which is crazy. Once on my credit, like this is years ago, but my credit was so bad. I went to a Cinnaboyne Credit Union and I wanted to open up a checking account. They wouldn't even let me open a checking account. That's how bad my credit was. My credit was so bad that not only would they not lend me money, uh, they didn't even want to keep my money. And I told them, I was like, you understand? They were like, I'm sorry, sir, but unfortunately we can't, um, we can't do it at this point. And I'm like, you understand that I don't want to actually borrow money from you. The money that I already have, I just want to store it here. And they looked at me and they said, we understand that. We don't want your money. Your money smells. It stinks. Get that out of here. We don't want this. You need to leave. So my credit was so bad that I had money, and they're like, we don't get out. But there was, I've paid shit back. I was 18. I went to Best Buy. I got an Xbox 360 and a TV. Played a lot of Halo 2 on that bitch, and I paid it off like a goddamn man. Anyways... That's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry for the interruption, and I'm sorry for the uh, quality. Uh, patrons, I will see you this weekend, though. I really will. Uh, for real. And we're going to do a very special episode. Who knows? I might do it live from Canadian Tire. Why? I don't know. I don't care. That'd be interesting, though. Just go into a Canadian Tire, start doing a podcast. I'm like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, fuck you. And they're like, all right. Oh, anyways, but that's the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to try to see if this is going to work. I don't even know if it will. This might be one of the lost episodes. And then you're going to watch it 20, 25 years from now and be like, ugh, why? Did, who found this? This is awful. Said, Put it back in the bottle and throw it back in the ocean. <laughs> oh, some guy found something in the dumpster and he's pulling it out. good on you buddy alright that's the podcast I love you guys I do love you and I'll see you next week I will see you next week for sure patrons I'll see you this weekend and the rest of you I'll see you in hell